So what we just did was a guided tour of the five skandhas. And this would be the basis for the traditional training in developing more of a sense of not-self or of experience without the addition of self. So what I just gave you would have been uh, very traditional. This would be the main model. Let me back up a little bit and say that, um, do you remember the passage I read by the contemporary uh, commentator monk uh, Tanasaro Bhikkhu, who said that there almost are these two phases, very much like what I said quoting the psychologist Jack Engler, said there are like these two phases. The first is where you develop a, we might say, a inadequate or strong sense of self that can meditate, that can practice, that's ethical, that has certain capacities, that uh, can relate to others well and so forth. Uh, we develop that sense of self. And that's almost like the, um, some people have called this the outward arc. And we develop that. And then in a sense, we, uh, the second part of the arc is this arc in which we go more inward and we work more to cultivate not-self. That's one way to understand the process. There's, as it were, the development of a healthy self, uh, a necessary self, that can occur in all sorts of ways. And then at a certain point, we start on that basis, and if that self isn't there, meditation's not gonna work so well, right? Or there are gonna be limits to how deeply we can go. And then at a certain point, we start more on this inward arc where we're concerned with accessing more of a sense of not-self. And that was the primary uh, emphasis of this particular teaching. You know, classically, again, going back uh, 2,500 years, the basic idea is that it's possible just to be with the flow of experience without adding on a concept of self. And that when we look very carefully just at this raw flow of experience, we don't necessarily find a self. And so we can be, part of the meaning of not-self is that we can actually be with the flow of experience having either very minimal or no sense of self. And I, like I said, that has a lot of parallels with what I was talking about as the experience of flow, which is so much cherished by most of us, you know, that I can play music, I can do art, I can be with a friend, I can be very close to another person, and it may just be the movement of these five forms of experience. Yes, I have perception. Yes, there's sensation. There can be thoughts and emotions, but nothing sticks too much, right? And that, and the, again, the sense is that for many or most of us, it may be that the most important experiences of our lives have been like that when we felt closest to another person. Maybe not much sense of self in the sense of reacting, right? Or when I was most connected with 
the ocean or the mountains or the earth, whatever, whatever we say. It can really look like this. So I, again, I want to draw the parallels to the, between the teaching of the skandhas, which can be a little, seem a little bit arcane or different, with that sense of flow. I think it's very close. It's a very close parallel. And for me, that sense of flow makes this teaching uh, both clearly pointing to something important, because again, I think those kind of flow experiences are among the most precious in our lives. When I was really with the music, when I really had this experience of being with the music or the dancing or whatever, whatever it might be, or again, the examples I gave could be in sports or being close to the earth or being with another person or um, something. You know, I, I think I experienced my first version of this in a very uh, intense way uh, one of the few times in college when I did an all-nighter. Anyone do those? <laughs> okay. And uh, I didn't do them too much, but this one time I did it, and I had the experience of um, like just being with the process of writing and being totally immersed in the material and being creative. And it was like time wasn't happening, right? Again, I think almost all of us or all of us have experienced versions of this. And time wasn't there. I was totally immersed. The level of interest was high. There was a lot of joy at times. I was totally there. I was learning. I was acting. I had no sense of other people. There weren't that many people around. I think I was in a library. you know. And I came out of that into the dawn. And I was in an altered state. It was in a different state of mind. Everything seemed different. You know? And how many can relate to that? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, so look around. It's, keep your hands up. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, I think virtually everyone. And, and again, what the, and in that experience, there was no sense of self, right? And yet something was happening. There was no self-consciousness, no self-image, but there was a full functioning. Right? And here, we're pointing to a meditative training which could actually help us to access that kind of experience more and more, I believe. And, and the training is not very different from what we did. Again, it would be to be with the flow of experience. And it, could be, it could be just uh, focusing on the breath. It could be focusing on whatever is predominant. It could be going, as we just did, through these five categories. But the point would be that one would just be with it. Notice where there's some overlay of self, reaction, commentary. And then one would let go of that. And that's the training. And this makes sense of a lot of the quotations that I gave you in the uh, handout. So if you look at this, so for example, In the first few comments, there's really a point to say, can I experience without what is called here a conceiving, without conceptualization? Can I just be with experience more directly? So there's a thought or emotion, but more particularly, if you look at uh, four, five, and six on the handout, this is um, an explanation 
of how a form of self comes into, into how a view of self being the most real comes into being. So if you look at number four, how does personality view come to be? Here an untaught ordinary person regards material form as self. So I experience the body and instead of experiencing just the sensations or just the visual phenomena, I say, that's me. And what the teaching is, is can I do that, can I just be with those phenomena without saying, that's me. Similarly, it says, regards material form as self, or self as possessed of material form, or material form as in self, or self as in material form, regards feeling, that's the pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral, regards pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral as self. And it goes down the five that we just covered. Perception as self, formations as self, consciousness as self. And then it goes on to say, how does one basically come to a way of experiencing where there is no eye-making, no mind-making, and the underlying tendency to conceit, which, which isn't so much being egotistical, but it means here conceit means more the sense of everything refers to self. And the, and the answer of the Buddha is, any kind of material form, one sees it as it actually is, with proper wisdom thus. This is not mine, this is not, uh, this I am not, this is not myself. Likewise for feeling, perception. So a lot of the traditional instructions, if you find these texts from 2,500 years ago, are said in that way, and they're organized in terms of these five areas. And again, I think sometimes we may practice with these five areas, but uh, I think in our typical practice, it's more like we basically say, whatever is coming through experience, can I just experience it without addition? Can I just experience the sunset and be with the sight? Can I just experience the sensations in my knee, which may be unpleasant, and not start proliferating concepts and so forth? And that's what the invitation is in the practice, to hang out with that for some time, to hang, to really train, to just be with the different senses, to train just to be with these, these uh, four areas. And the, the finding is, is that when one does that, one can actually experience with that sense of flow. There's just an impermanent flow of thoughts, emotions, sensations, and it's possible to experience that without finding any sense of self there. And this is, this is one of the most basic trainings in how to experience not-self. And it can be quite revolutionary. We can, you know, I know when I first was experiencing it, it was, wow, you know, and for me also it was like, oh, there's also not any necessarily difference between inside and outside. You know, I'm just watching phenomena. Sometimes they're outer phenomena, sometimes they're inward. And I'm just with that flow. And, I, and one can actually experience that without the addition of concept, without the addition of this is about me, without reactions. And what this is doing is pointing to a way of knowing that in that process we come to see, first of all, where we do have reactions. And again, it's pointing to the way that our practice is so much noticing all my reactions and seeing which are wise 
and which are conducive to suffering. You know, to give my example from the morning, if I notice myself blaming all angry people and getting, you know, judgmental towards them, that might be something to look at, right? That might be something not so skillful. Or if I notice that I'm, uh, I don't like those thoughts that I'm having and I really judge myself harshly, I have those thoughts. Oh, no good. You know, there's a judgment occurring. That can lead to suffering. Or I notice a train of thoughts where I'm blaming the other person, blaming myself. That may be something to look at. And can I just be with that flow of experience? Of course, you know, once we enter into relationships, things get more complicated, as in the example earlier related to speaking. But the training here is to learn how to very simply be with the flow of experience increasingly without a sense of self. That's what this training is and that's what this model is and that it's possible to experience that. Yeah, let me, let me maybe stop here and just ask if there are any comments or questions, please. And let's use the mic. We have one. Um, yeah, um, yeah, let's, let's turn the recording off, yeah. And let's use the 